This podcast is for learners of English and also for teachers of English to use with their classes. I'm Karen, a teacher and writer from England, and in each episode of this podcast, I will help you to improve an aspect of your English vocabulary, grammar, and comprehension, and discuss British writers, culture, and pronunciation. Come on, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. In this episode, I want to talk about disguises. A disguise is when you wear something that changes the way you look so that people do not recognize you. In my latest book, Imago, the murderer says this. People don't know the real me. I am in disguise. And I learnt how to be in disguise from mother. When she met friends or neighbours, she seemed kind. And they all thought she was a lovely person. And I do the same. I am in disguise. And nobody knows the real me. I won't tell you any more information about the murderer because I don't want to reveal who it is. You need to read the book Imago to find out who the murderer is, who is in disguise like this. But what I want to do today is to talk to you about lots of useful vocabulary that you can use to talk about people being in disguise or pretending or trying to look or sound like someone that they are not. All of us do this at some point, after all. So to be in disguise is to be wearing something or to have changed your hair or maybe put on some glasses to try to look like somebody else. And so, for example, the burglars were disguised as police officers. So the burglars were obviously not police officers, but they were dressed like them. So people wouldn't suspect them. That's an example sentence. You can also wear a disguise. For example, she was wearing a disguise of a blonde wig and glasses. A wig is a false hair piece, which you put on top of your real hair and it can be a completely different colour and a different style. So she was wearing a disguise of a blonde wig and glasses. You can also disguise a feeling. For example, I really didn't like the meal and I couldn't disguise my disgust. And this means here that you couldn't hide that you found the food disgusting. I couldn't disguise my disgust. There is also a phrase which we use quite often in English, which is to be a blessing in disguise. And if something is a blessing in disguise, it's something that seems to cause problems, but you later realise it's actually a good thing. For example, my divorce was actually a blessing in disguise because I got together with my second husband who I'm much happier with. (laughs) 
And a blessing is something really good. So although it doesn't seem to be a good thing if you get divorced, perhaps, it can be a good thing in disguise, a blessing in disguise. Um, so to continue with the theme of disguises, if you dress up as someone, it means you put clothes on that make you look like someone else for fun. So my daughter, for example, loves dressing up as a fairy to dress up as something or someone. Then um, what we have quite often in this country, I don't know about your country, is fancy dress parties, and they can be good fun. So fancy dress is when you wear clothes uh, for fun that make you look like a particular famous person or a particular type of person. And you can say on your invitation to your party, please come in fancy dress. You could dress up as Marilyn Monroe or Ed Sheeran or whoever. And little children like to pretend to be who they are not. So, for example, the little boy was pretending to be a lion. He's not a lion, of course, but he's pretending to be a lion. Another way of saying this is to make out that you're something. Um, and this can be with an emotion as well. So, for example, don't make out that you're happy about this. I know you're angry. So don't make out that you're happy means don't pretend to be happy. And that's quite a nice informal way to express that. Um, of course, we have the adjective fake. And you can wear a fake moustache as part of a disguise. Fake means not real. So here, the moustache, the hair that men sometimes have on their top lip, is not real, but it's stuck on. It's just attached. And you can also use fake as a verb. Um, you're not happy about it, so don't fake that you are. Don't fake it. And you can also use the verb play. For example, don't play the innocent with me. Don't play the innocent with me. It means you're not innocent, so don't pretend to be innocent. I know you did it. Don't play the innocent. A formal way of saying that you're pretending to be something, I gave you an informal way before, is to use the verb purport, P-U-R-P-O-R-T, purport. So for example, he purports to be an expert, but he is no such thing. This means he is pretending to be an expert in whatever topic, but he is no such thing means he is absolutely not an expert in this case. He is absolutely not what he is pretending to be, although he purports to be an expert. Um, you can also put on a feeling. So an example sentence with that would be, you're just trying to get everybody's sympathy. You're not really sad. Stop putting it on. Stop putting it on. Stop pretending to be sad, in other words. And you can also put on an accent. So you may put on a southern accent 
if you're from the north or the other way round, or put on a French accent, even though you are not French. <laughs> um, an undercover policeman, undercover, an undercover policeman is somebody who is pretending to be someone else, a normal um, everyday citizen, so that they can get secret information. They are not wearing their police uniform, so they are undercover, to be undercover. And you can also impersonate someone, impersonate. And this is when you copy the way that someone speaks and behaves and looks in order to make people laugh. So sometimes comedians, they will impersonate other famous people to make people laugh. How can you learn more vocabulary like this, more useful vocabulary to improve your English? The, the best way is to expose yourself to lots of English. If you never read anything in English, and if you don't listen to many things in English, then how can you improve? How can you learn vocabulary in context, which is the best way to learn vocabulary? And also grammar. You can learn it without even trying, really. Um, well, a really, really good way, one of the best ways is to read extensively in English. That means to read long passages, but that can be a bit boring, except if you read an exciting story. And I write stories in English at different levels, so you can choose a book at your level, and you can improve your English just by relaxing and reading. So the book that I read you an excerpt, a part of, at the beginning is called Imago. And this book is a detective story about a murderer. And it's part three in my detective series called the Kate Redman Mysteries. And Kate Redman is the name of the detective. She's a female detective in England, and it's the story of her and her personal life and also all the crimes that she solves. So, as I said, there are three parts. The first book in the series is called Hushabye. The second one is called um, Requiem. I forgot the name for a moment there. <laughs> and the third one is Imago. And I will leave the links in the description to this podcast episode. And you can also visit my website, which is www.readstories- dash, which is the little line in the middle, learnenglish.com. Um, so visit my website or follow the link in the description and you can have a look at all my books. And I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of my podcast. I hope you enjoyed this one and please tell your friends about it. Um, the more the merrier. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Read Stories Learn English podcast. I hope to see you again next time. 